<laughs> so my so here's so so okay so Alessi comes in and de-ages her to a fetus and he's like because I did it for longer you know she got she lost even more age and now she's just a fetus. See why didn't he so, just keep going all the way back? So it yeah. was just a cell yes. Yeah, so that's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. That's what that was my thesis. Like my, my my theory is like well if he just kept going yeah. would she turn into a sperm and an egg? Yes. Like. Would, Incredible. would the sperm and the I egg so. I turn mean, I just into assume. her parents? <laughs> right, that, that's the real question. Can he grow more People? ancestors? Huge, if true. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is really making me think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, can he, can he just go back and back and back? If so, that would be useful. Yeah, because you could take one person and create a town. Yeah. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast where we talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Darius Kazani. And I'm Courtney Stanton. Today we're going to talk to you about... Uh, what are uh, poop? Baby dicks. Baby dick. JoJo dick watch. JoJo dick watch. JoJo dick watch. De-aging fanfic. JoJo dick watch. Um, probably... Dick watch. Pedophilia. And human fetuses. Dick watch. <laughs> this is really... It's a Polner F episode. This is a dick watch. This episode is truly a shit show. You literally, done? it is, and figuratively. Hey, oh, dick watch. Darius, are, are Darius, you done? I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Toss I'm you out of the trail. <laughs> you're the one who has to edit around it. Um, you know, you're making your own life hard. Uh, set the god of storms and trouble. De aging fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as dangling we all, balls. Dangling baby dick. So as we all know. Part of every de-aging fanfic is when the adult bad touches the kid through bathing them. That's basically true. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I don't read de-aging fanfic. Uh, yeah. Look, there here's... was that really good Harry Draco de-aging fanfic, though. <laughs> but it was. this is like, I read it years ago. I'm sure that you read it, too. Oh, probably. I've read literally all of it. So, yeah. <laughs> the point is, is I don't remember it. So it's yeah. like it didn't happen. <laughs> sure, mm-hmm. sure. Look, here's the thing. If you... Don't ask, don't tell. If you are... <laughs> if, <laughs> Lord, if you don't are... ask, don't tell if you de age somebody into a fetus and then try to make a romance with them. I'm so confused, <laughs> guys. I'm so confused. I all right, let's so, so some ground rules seven and eight year olds can bathe themselves. <laughs> that's that's the hill I'm the gonna die on. Know. Yeah, like, I'm just, <laughs> that's my that's my line in the sand on this well, one. My just, line that in just the sand solves a lot of the problems. Fetuses cannot bathe themselves and need help. They also probably don't have the observational powers to like remember and like memories and stuff. Or to scream. Yeah, they don't have lungs. Um, also not people. Like I know. Yeah. I mean, it's like a little, like a little tadpole. It's too right. much. So let's it's too much Iraqi. So let's let's Stop back it, up. Iraqi. Let's back let's back up a little bit. So so Alessi, named after the Alessi brothers. By the way, I had to look this up. Uh, but the Alessi brothers were a rock pop group from the late seventies, early. I mean, they were around for a long time, but they were popular in the late seventies and early eighties. Uh, <laughs> Remember when we looked up how long Columbo aired? <laughs> like forty years. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So these these guys still had albums coming out in like twenty twelve and shit. But... And their fans are gonna come after you for not for being like, how dare you say they were only popular in the late seventies? Yeah, all the I, Alessi I mean, brothers fans. They who were listen. never popular because we don't know who they are. You well, didn't know who Mariah Carey. Uh, no, I did know who Mariah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? 
you. <laughs> I did, but uh, but I do know one of their songs very very well because it was on the Ghostbusters soundtrack, which I listened to when I was a little kid. The first uh, um, saving the day. The first tape I ever had was the That Darn Cat soundtrack. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like I like that movie when I was a kid. <laughs> it's not a very good movie. It doesn't hold up. As I'm an adult. sure it doesn't. The Cat from Outer Space also doesn't hold up. I've never seen that. Yeah, Howard the Duck also doesn't hold up. I loved that when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Very few things hold up. Children have bad taste. Yeah. What? That's the thing that adults need to realize about themselves. And speaking of speaking children, of children have and bad taste. taste. <laughs> so, the, so Alessi named after the Alessi brothers. I actually like the way he's introduced in his concept as a character. Uh, he's one of the. He's a villain who's just. Iraqi frames as a complete piece of shit. Yeah. He just likes to bully the weak, specifically likes like likes hitting and killing children. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Um, he's like a he's a total dirtbag. Yeah, yep. it's a, it's great. He's because, a coward. It's great because he's not even hot. We can add him to our Yeah, list ugly, of man, ugly yeah, man. Yeah, ugly men and great. JoJo's. Yeah. Uh, Growing longer all the time. Ugly men and <laughs> yeah. JoJo's. So I don't even have to like think he's evil and hot he I has just hate him. he has bells in his hair polnareff no actually polnareff actually hears him jingling yeah like he, he doesn't, does he doesn't need to be stealthy it's, i think it's a weird like attracting kid thing like i don't oh. think oh my god like that's the ice cream man true. yeah no oh. i hate him that's the thing is that it's like he doesn't because the whole point is that he he just isn't around or like totally changes his behavior when adults are around he's right. like he's a very 2018 dirtbag yeah like, which I, I think and i think just as a general personality concept is like a really good concept for a villain yeah like, like just like, solid yeah like i'm like yeah like this how, is this like, is a kind of person and they deserve around. to be punished yeah we've gone back around there are so there are too many complex villains at this point we just want like a shit bag yeah but yeah. but at the same time but, he's a but he's a shit bag whose motivations are like fleshed out developed and yeah, explained to true. us as opposed to like yeah. just an unknowable evil who well, attacks well and also just the whole duplicitousness of like behaving one way in front of authority figures and another way in front of the helpless right that's not super straightforward like that's pretty complex and also i think it's very observant of how oftentimes these people kinds of people yeah actual operate. like horrible people operate yeah. Yeah, yeah actually like it's you know he's he's an abuser and he's behaving like one yeah, yeah exactly and so that's where i'm just like i think he works really well i think honestly like my problems with this episode aren't with alessi <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, but it's so. our podcast so we only have to yeah. talk about it as much as we want to yes so exactly. you like uh you like the problematic character from dragon maid uh, <laughs> if, you, if you liked the problematic yeah. character from kobayashi's dragon maid you'll, you'll love, love this chick this, yeah <laughs> i'm like look man <laughs> At no point is she like, where are your parents? All right, so so Alessi's stand concept is, his stand is his shadow, and if his shadow crosses your shadow, he can de-age you. And it's relative to how much time your shadows touch each other as well. But also, his, his shadow is, like, corporeal and can, like, beat you up, too. Sure. So, Again, yeah. Araki didn't care. Sure. Yeah. And it's just a, and it's just googly eyes on a blob. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's great. Well, it's Black. like an onion head. He's got like yeah. an onion. It's, it's like Chop Chop Master Onion. Look, the point is, is that at one point, Alessi holds down Polnareff in a tub, but since Polnareff is a little kid, he just poops in the tub and then kicks the poop on Alessi's face. Yes. And that is, honestly, that should have been in Home Alone. Like <laughs> The other point is that we have to spend so much time staring at Polnareff's little baby dick that, like, I, for one... Right. 
I didn't. Barfing. So I didn't how do we? It. So you how, didn't notice it? No, I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't. They look were at the, constantly emphasizing it. They were like animating it, waggling back and forth. I didn't look at that part of the screen. So Jotaro and Polnareff are like, "Where the fuck are Joseph and Avdol?" And so they're going off to find them. Uh, uh, Iggy fucks off almost immediately to go steal kebab from someone. Which good on you, yeah, Iggy. Yeah, it really made me want a sandwich. Yeah, that's like, donor kebab. That was it's my good main shit. Yeah. sandwich. Looked good. Emotion. Yeah. watching this episode. It's fucking donor kebab. Yeah, yeah. You bet it looked good. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Thanks, Joseph. Iggy eats a sandwich and then like peeks around the corner and the fight with Mariah is going on. Which I'm like, this it's should just finishing up. Which is so stupid. You should have just like cross cut between yeah. these two. Why fights. would they not be simultaneous? Yeah, you could have like made these both one episode long, but like had both the fights happen across two episodes and like make Iggy your point of view character and just have him bounce just back have and him forth. bounce back right. and forth. And that would have like for the whole for both whole battles. So then yeah. the gang gets back together at the end and it's like, what have you been up to? Nothing. You know, like the usual right. gag. I mean, we've all seen this gag done before. Rocky, why didn't you do it? Yeah. yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. So, well, there's a lot of stuff that Araki sets up in this episode that doesn't pay off. Like, I, for one, was really hoping that Polnareff and that girl would get together. <laughs> so uh, I feel so, I feel really let down by Yeah, that. definitely. Yeah, for sure. So Alessi manages to start de-aging Polnareff, and we get actually, like, a really cool animation sequence, yeah. which is, like, first-person de-aging. Yeah. Yeah. They handle it really well. It's, it's really, really cool. cool. The hands. Jinx. But yeah, his hands and his voice. The voice actor yeah. who does Young Polnareff does a great job. Yeah. The giant dog that starts Yeah, him. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, how tall is this? Dog does that not dog die. does not die. Wow. There's, there's another dog that doesn't die in this episode. as Or in the last episode, there was a dog that was uh, hanging out near the mango pyramid. Uh, and that dog just started barking. Wow. So when the guy's the teeth city came that they're out. in oh, yeah. allows dogs to exist. Yeah, I think Maybe so. Maybe this is like the dog... Uh, like sanctuary city. Yeah, it might be. For yeah, dogs I in think the so. Universe. Yeah. So yeah, so he like he gets de-aged and then he encounters Alessi and And then he pulls out baby chariot. Baby, baby silver, silver chariot. chariot is so cute. It is. The whole thing is like that's the thing is like it's really adorable and then he <laughs> runs into Jotaro and the one piece of information that like Polnareff so like the just, idea is theoretically that you like lose all the information you had as an adult as an adult or like, like after, over time yeah, or after, whatever. At, but, and we're told this repeatedly, but it never actually bears out except for in the case of not knowing Jotaro's also, name. Also, like, is everyone in that town fluent in French or did Baby Polnareff speak Arabic fluently? Yes. <laughs> and English. And English. Because he's probably Japanese. speaking English to Jotaro. Look, the, the French, usually, the French you know, education yeah. system. is phenomenal. It is. Wow. So, yeah, so the idea is that he doesn't, know things he, like he eventually reverts to his knowledge state when he was whatever age he's right. in uh and so the idea is like well you have the willpower of a child so your stand is also a not fully developed stand. well also well he had that stand when he was little apparently. yeah yeah i guess he did Aww, we find out now little kid stand yeah that's cute it is cute and then he takes off and he gets taken in by a creepy adult mm-hmm. um who does not treat him the way that you're supposed to interact with a and child body. And because it's a hot girl, you're like, I feel like she's not supposed to be creepy, but she is so creepy. It's really not the way you're supposed to interact with like. Yeah, like I, like I totally understand. You see like a child bleeding on the street. 
you want to take care of that child. You want to like that's fine. The child's but wound. yes, dress the child's wounds. You don't get the child naked and touch its private parts. I you mean, know, like, it's basically like one of these situations where it seems like the kind of like this, um, like a fratty like fantasy. You know, like yeah. mm-hmm. like that would be in some like stupid. Yeah, like an '80s movie yeah, or something. Exactly. Yeah, but like. If you actually think about it for one second, yeah. it's like really fucked up. Well, and because it just keeps going and going, like if it were just a gag that like happened, like I would just be like, you know, rolling my eyes. But it's like a large, but it like does not stop. <laughs> it's bad. Well, Courtney, you were, you were saying Courtney, it's basically reverse big. It is right. It's right. yeah. Tom Hanks's movie. big. Yes, which people keep watching and talking about, and it shows up on my timeline. And every time, it's why just do like, people watch that? I don't who know. do you know who is watching that? Why are you following people on Twitter who watch? Well, big? you don't have to follow anyone on Twitter anymore because the like system now works as a retweet <laughs> okay. system. So because, shit just shows up because I have not heard anyone talking about that movie since I was in a middle school production of it in like 1999. <laughs> no, yeah, every once in a while someone's like I'm watching Big and it's kind of weird and Why? then it's like Why and then eventually like eventually the comments like yeah. devolve into like someone being like, "Well, he like tricks her into committing statutory rape." And I'm like, "That's not how children work." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Dick Watch, she strips down 7-year-old Polnareff. And his dick's just flying proud for the better part of one episode. I think they had to hire like more animators to to draw do more all the dick. dick animation. Yeah, it looks basically like uh, Death Thirteen's yeah. dick. It's just yeah. a C inside another yeah. C. I wonder if Polnareff <laughs> and Death Thirteen's dicks, like as adults, look the same. Also, oh, yeah, it's a good question. Are they dick twins? That's, that's great. Yeah, are they? Mm. Call in with your theories. Yeah, <laughs> please don't ta- don't tag me in on that one. Fortunately, we don't have a phone number. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> The thing that, like, I think Iraqi, it's like the thing, the interesting thing that is, I think, being attempted, not successfully achieved in that sequence. Everything in this episode is unsuccessful. (laughs) Just getting that out of the way. Is that part of the age regression where he's like, that childlike sense of like, I feel like somehow this is supposed to, I'm supposed to have some feeling about this, yeah, this but is, I don't know this what This is supposed is. to be exciting, but I don't understand why. I think you I'm know. supposed to be sad about my penis being and it's small, like, and like I don't understand. Right, and like that like, part is like, it does remind me of being a child and being confused around sex. Like that's like, you know, fairly on point. How he uses it is it's just thrown away. Or yeah, because yeah, also I'm just like, it, it's bizarre. And then it gets into like, weird creepy sexual fantasy where i'm like okay i don't i don't what, like i don't yeah. want to see a baby motorboating a woman yeah like, yeah. Why? yeah like a, and a, it just like ugh. and like i just what if that ugh, woman why? turns into a fetus though yeah well so then... <laughs> funny you should ask oh what oh. if what if darius mm. What well, if, if the woman turns into a fetus, then all rules are off because, as we all know, there's nothing more morally sound than a seven-year-old and a fetus being in a romantic relationship. So- <laughs> <laughs> and this is the hill I will die on. <laughs> so yeah, so hot cor- takes today. Hot so, takes. Galaxy brain. So of course, somehow, it's okay if she's a fetus, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't shame people who are in real seven-year-old slash fetus relationships, okay? All right. Don't, <laughs> okay. you know. God, please come back. <laughs> come back to what? Talking about this the fetus? The seven-year-old the- and the fetus? <laughs> yeah. I don't think we went anywhere. I don't know what you're talking about. This is like the most just, on topic we, we've ever been. <laughs> we, just need to get, we just need to get through it. <laughs> Ain't no way through, okay. but... <laughs> okay, so first of all, just this 
open air fetus just <laughs> hanging. Just open air fetus, <laughs> like an open air porch. Yes, just just this hanging house around. Is fully it's, equipped yes. with an open air fetus. Yes, it's it's horrifying. Oh god! But it's just it's just horrifying to look at. Yes, Every time the horrifying. camera cuts to the fetus, I'm just like, oh no! I fucking hate no. it. It makes me angry. And they and cuts to it. See, this is however you feel about polarized baby dick. That's how I feel about okay. having to see that fucking fetus. Well, I would. I well, and that's how. And however you feel about polarized baby dick is how I feel about the fetus. Because my response was going to be, I just looked away from the <laughs> So, <laughs> so seven-year-old Polnareff, and then eventually like five, and then five, three. and yeah. three-year-old Polnareff. Uh, David Productions knows how to draw a child. Yeah, which he does. <laughs> yeah, uh, they actually gave a shit, and uh, so he is trying to protect this open-air fetus. Open-air fetus <sighs> who. Sh- Definitely. Be she dead. has a name too. Like she, her, her character actually has a canonical name. I'm gonna look it up. She uh, definitely not be alive. But I don't care how short this fight is. I don't. I don't think that this works. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Alessi gets sunned. He gets like Polnareff pulls the sun on him. He uses a mirror to like to make hide. It seem like he's not in the room. Yeah. Which I'm just like. We so get he, a diagram and everything. Uh, yeah. Which is drawn in the style of Boingo's comic. Right. For so some reason. I'm like, so he doesn't remember Jotaro's name, but he remembers how the fucking sun worked, which I, is I mean, fine. He right. When Polnareff was three, he <laughs> knew everything that adult Polnareff knows except Jotaro's name. Definitely. Canon. Yeah, sure. And also, and also like, about like sex. Sex. Sure. I mean, I'm. But I'm, we actually don't know if he really knows anything. That's about what I was going to say. All, I'm so. I'm fine with a canonical Polnareff virgin. Yeah. She checks out to me. Same. But. It's fucking ridiculous. Like more than it's the usual. Oh no, it's it's super dumb. And like also difficult to watch. Like I don't want to look at this shitty fetus. Like what the hell? <laughs> Naked baby in a shitty fetus. Yeah, yeah like, I don't want to yeah. Hell? Her like, name's Melina. Okay. But I think it's only in the manga. Yeah. So Alessi gets knocked out a window. And finally The episode gets good for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jotaro sees this and goes, it's not very normal to fall out of a window all bloody. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Jotaro. That's true. He's very observant. Yeah. He's basically a detective. Yeah. 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 Good job, Colombo. And so. <laughs> wow. And then baby Polnareff is just like, oh, it's that guy. It's that Fuck. guy. And then, uh, and Alessi is like, okay, I'm just going to play dumb. Like, oh, I was washing a window and then I fell out. Oh, my God. I'm so clumsy. Blah, blah, blah. And then immediately tries to attack Jotaro. Right. And he, so he turns him into a seven-year-old. But oh, but, but what? First, don't forget. Polnareff is like, don't touch his shadow. Right. Yeah. Right. And so Jotaro's like, 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 yes, I will listen to this baby. Yeah. And, of course, Polnareff is correct. Also, uh, I just want, like, <laughs> this baby who, when I met him earlier, had Polnareff's haircut and all of Polnareff's clothing and Polnareff's hair color and everything. And I did not suspect a single thing. Right. It was just normal because maybe, and then, but the part that's weird to me isn't that he didn't, I mean, of course, it's weird that he didn't suspect anything. But the fact that after he's like, your hair looks like Polnareff's, and he's like, 
did you see a man walk by with similar hair? Like, of course he did. He's dressed as him. Like, he <laughs> saw him and immediately became a huge fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's this child cosplaying John Pierre Polnareff. Yeah. So, like, duh. So, Why else would he be dressed like that? So, so Alessi does manage to get the jump on Jotaro and does de-age him to about seven or eight, I yeah. guess. Um, the problem with that is that Jotaro was really tough at age yeah, seven. tough baby. And also Alessi is a coward and a very weak adult. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, I love his axe that says axe on yes. it. Yes. Uh, how did I miss that? Yeah, his axe just says AX in like Roman nice. looking font. Yeah, it's, yeah. Nice. it's pretty good. Because it's again- it's Oh, and he does, the, he does the here's Johnny thing from, yes, from The Shining. When he busts open the the door of the room and he sticks his head through mm. and he goes- rattle, 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 like, yeah. Right. These episodes are really a mess. Also, his catchphrase sucks. Mariah's was, what was it? Uh, Shit-eating bitches. Yeah. And his catchphrase is very good. Yeah. But I like how he talks to himself. He's like, very good, me. But yeah, so Leslie gets knocked out by a seven-year-old. Which is, well, not just a seven-year-old. I know. Okay. Like, <laughs> by the seven-year-old. Yes. Which is, it's great. But also, like, little kid Jotaro doing teenage Jotaro's poses and stuff, like grabbing his little hat and everything yeah. is like in it really aura aura is adorable. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I didn't know that Jotaro says aura aura when he punches. <laughs> so is that how like Star Platinum inherited? Yeah, it? maybe. I assume. Yeah, Star Platinum is just his inner child. Actually, uh, <laughs> it's really cute when they re-age and Silver Chariot and Star Platinum are like moving in on Alessi. Yeah. Star Platinum like grins. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's some character. So creepy. Yeah. yeah. So I have a problem with how this is handled at the end here because it really seemed like Iraqi was setting it up for a situation where they would disable Alessi and then the neighborhood kids would all come and like beat the crap out of this guy who'd been abusing them for the last, you know, few days. Well, that would narratively certainly be very satisfying. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like the kind of thing that he normally does set up, right? I mean, like with his like little ghost story. Yeah. Like, oh, the ironic twist. But he was really busy with the ship of the century. (laughs) Right. So Uh, in so (laughs) Polar F and and that lady chick. Yeah. Creepy chick. But so they uh they cars Alessi, a little bit, kind of. of. They punch him into space. Well, they punch him into like the atmosphere. Yes, figurative space. Yeah. yeah. Well, for, so I do want to point out when when Kid Jotaro punches him, he gets a full on Looney Tunes like little planet. Yeah, I really yeah. like that part. It was Spinning. very out of instead of the Tweety Birds. Yeah. It's like it's a little. I think like a, it's like stars and static, yeah, Saturns and yeah, stuff. Suns yeah, suns and planets and stuff. And I, I was just like. This is good. I like this. Um, But then, of course, the adults have to beat the shit out of him. Also, so he gets aura aura by Star Platinum, and then, but he also gets like a a silver chariot aura aura. So I guess he just gets stabbed Stabbed hundreds of times. Stabbed and punched. Yes. So I don't care what they do with his body. I don't think he's in very (laughs) good condition. Yeah. I hope that, you know, if, if, I mean, I hope he dies because he sucks, but like, if I were someone who liked him, I would hope that he landed near a hospital. Yeah. I would, <laughs> I would, hope, I would hope he landed on cars. <laughs> oh, wow. Like As collided in space. Yeah. yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Low Earth orbit. And then yeah. it's just so somewhere out there is like that's Alessi's, a high level ship. Alessi's corpse <laughs> clinging <laughs> to cars. Cars in space. <laughs> slash slash frozen cars. Uh, <laughs> Dead sure. Alessi slash frozen cars. <laughs> and then it's like the most tediously boring 
thing. It's also creepy because again, like she's like so. So this woman, the woman who molested you, gets re-aged and she's wandering around like, "Where's my manly little knight?" And I'm like, "That kid was seven. Also, just and she's like, "I have this vague memory of like being carried around by my little knight." It's so creepy and. With all those fetus memories that you yeah. that you have, yeah, right. you know that's because fetuses can do that. Yeah. It's so creepy. Fetuses aren't people. It's it's gross. Like, is this an anti-abortion metaphor of know. an episode? I doubt like, it. it. To me, it feels like time. It's just pro de aging. Is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it feels. It's just. It is the most contrived way <laughs> to build emotional intimacy between two characters who have nothing. Wait, you're saying that there's. That it's contrived to de-age one character to seven, <laughs> then de-age the other one to a fetus, then de-age the other one to like three, then make them both adults again, then also Polnareff leaves an earring, and then they have to have this conversation about an earring. Well, they don't even talk about the earring, though. No, they don't, yeah, they oh, don't right. talk about it. Yeah. She just has well, it. She, right. she has half his heart earring. Yeah. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's yep. so dumb. The, the like, most romantic thing in the whole episode is the is the part where she's walking away and Jotaro silently puts well, his- Well, Polnareff is like- Shut up. He's like, he don't says, even say yeah. anything. Yeah, don't yeah. say anything. And then Jotaro just silently puts his hand on Polnareff's shoulder. Yeah. Like, it's that's really like, cute. oh, that's that's great. That's it's very yeah. sweet. That's yeah. super sweet. Also, I do enjoy all of Polnareff's blushing. Yeah. Like, I mean, Polnareff's blushing is always good, even if it's for stupid reasons. Yeah. But, like, it also, honestly, the thing with him being like, no, I'm just a traveler. I have to move on actually reminds me uh, back to how he is like the genuine earnest version of whole horse yeah and whole horses actually chivalrous actually a traveling hero right and whole horses bullshit shtick with the 16 year old who it turned out was actually a sand user who was playing him but (laughs) (laughs) jojo's is fun to talk about (laughs) but you know like the that whole thing i was just like okay so this is like the real version of that and it sucks. <laughs> um, Surprise. We we forgot to talk about something. What? I don't believe it. Oh, no. Poop. No. I talked about it. No, we did we at the beginning. Mention we, we, we mentioned it, but we didn't, it, but we didn't really talk discourse. about it. We didn't do poop discourse. Do we need to? What is there to say about I it? Mean, I mean, okay, I like... I like... Nothing good can be at the end of that sentence. Um, I like that this is... We've, we've gotten stand users peed on. Oh, yeah. Now they're getting pooped on. Uh-huh. I'm just waiting for them to get cummed on next. That's in part five. <laughs> All right. Fair. <laughs> I, I don't know. I like Polnareff just like because he's a kid. Does not have bathroom does anxiety. Does not have bathroom anxiety. And oh, can that's just a really like, good point. And can just like He can poop let in loose. public. Yeah. So clearly Polnareff was scarred at some point post-age Maybe this is what five. scarred him. This might, Maybe this is it. It retroactively went back. <laughs> The time I pooped on my murderer. <laughs> um, wouldn't that make you want to poop more? <laughs> if it saved your Trauma life? Trauma doesn't have to make logical okay, sense, Courtney. Fine, fine, yes. I mean, true. also, this whole thing happened in the bathroom. <laughs> so, like, so, like. Yeah, it's all in a bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Of and course, he, it's he, all in a bathroom. It's Polnareff. Yeah, yeah but, no, gets, but it's all very traumatic. almost gets in the bathtub. Yeah. yeah. In fact, maybe this is just a bathroom anxiety dream. That would explain. All the of fact it. That he motorboats some woman <laughs> <laughs> as a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Normal, yeah. Normal things that weird bathroom anxiety sex dream. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. 
Look, who hasn't had one of those? I mean, just like the last, no, just like the last episode with Mariah was clearly Joseph's gay panic right. anxiety Nightmare. dream. Yeah. Right. This yeah, is Polnareff. Yeah, maybe that's why they didn't happen at the same time because they're actually just both dreams. And- All right. And uh, then, well, and then we they- fixed it. We fact checked well, it. Well, and because yeah. like, and we didn't talk about this in the last one, but like Joseph and Abdal, once it's like resolved, they're like, let's get brunch. Yeah. And like this one, same thing. Like they finally like unify. So they wake okay. up. So yeah. Dreams. So here's what actually happens in the actual timeline is they fight Anubis Anubis fight is over. Go to sleep. They go to sleep. They have fucked up dreams. <laughs> they wake up. They go to brunch. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's it. what's happening. That's, That's it. And we had to watch four episodes about <laughs> it. <laughs> it meanwhile, somewhere, meanwhile, somewhere, Death 13's like chuckling in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to do this. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. These are both, that's, that's canon. Yeah. And then immediately, like at the end of this episode, um, when it's like leading into the next one, it's it immediately has a different vibe. Um, like it just, it feels more like, yeah, 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 it's just so basically, yeah. So those smashing two are, cameras those again, two are eating in cafes. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it was all dream. And at the end, where when Jotaro puts his hand on Polnareff's shoulder, Polnareff wakes up and is like, "Yeah, that's <laughs> Jotaro being like, wake the fuck up." Or Polnareff being like, "I have feelings that I didn't know I had." <laughs> and like things awakening next inside of him at brunch. He's that's- like not making eye contact with Jotaro. Yeah. Because he had like a dream about him. That's actually probably both. Like you know how sometimes yeah. Yeah. Like, the alarm starts going off, and uh-huh. so in your dream suddenly yeah. there's like construction noise yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So you know, you get touched by Jotaro in your dream. You're getting touched by Jotaro in real life. Canon. If only. I know. Mm-hmm. God. <sighs> but yeah, so we end in a normal JoJo's scenario, which is the boys are all at a cafe. Yeah, breaking shit. Breaking cameras. <laughs> Time to break another 30,000 yen camera. Yeah, do, it, do Abdul, another sex. Avdal you know. keeps a uh, supply in his uh, garments somewhere. Um, uh, he for, had that thing for sex. on hand. Yeah. yeah. He's ready to receive those Dio sex, except this time it's not a sex. No, it's there's got to be one of an those. Architectural. Well, it's rendering. like got to be it's one like of a those Tinder like hookup. Yeah, no, like, it's got to <laughs> be. Right. It's got to be one of those, um, you know, come over memes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And that's the episode. We get the sex, and they look at the the palace, and they go, "This is where we're going." Yep. And, and, and they is, go there, go and there it's very straightforward. Right yeah. yeah, yeah. Dio's just standing there on the street corner. Hello, hi. Here's my house. I'm ready to ready to die now. Yeah, or no, I'll just I've just got Jonathan's body. I'm ready to give it back to you. Here you go. Enjoy. Cuts off his own, Cuts head. Off his own head. Yeah, that's it. It's cool. The end. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler. Yeah, that's that's what Close that's the what book on Dio. that's what Elizabeth meant when she said that we're about to have a bunch of really good episodes. It's those. Yeah, I'm just really excited for this arc to be over. <laughs> so really, any of anything bringing us closer to that moment. <laughs> uh, also, the next episode is really good. It's <laughs> really good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. So that's it. You've 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 managed to make it through two of our least favorite villain arcs. Yay, it's fine because it was all a it. dream. It was all a yep. dream. Yeah. So. And then you wake up. Yep. And get breakfast. And Make sure you haven't peed yep. in your bed. Yep. It's a usually a good thing to check for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon at Stream PDX Mobile Podcast Studio. Thank you to the folks at Stream PDX and Open Signal. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Polnareff would leave for getting his dick washed. 